Hey everyone, welcome back to Postscript, All Creatures Great and Small. I'm Beth Capello. And I'm Christina Ziders. And in this episode, we're talking about All Creatures Great and Small, Season 3, Episode 2, Honeymoon's Over. But is it really over? No. <laughs> <laughs> Helen and James are like so playful. I'm, I'm all for it. It's, I'm here. It's so adorable. I know. <laughs> I love it. So everyone who is listening, don't forget, we want to hear the same for, from you. Email us your thoughts at ps at witf.org or... Give us a slide into our DMs and message <laughs> us on Instagram at WITFORG or Facebook at WITF.org. Let us know who you want Mrs. H and Siegfried to end up with. Siegfried is currently dating three people three at people. least. <laughs> uh, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you just love Tricky Woo? Tricky Woo wasn't in this episode, but I'm sad. Jess was. Jess was, so that's yeah, good. So that counters yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, and what are your favorite moments? What are the moments that you wonder about? Yes, we can't wait to read your thoughts and um, we'll share them on the podcast. So, Christina, are you ready to jump in? Yep, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we start off and James is rushing home. Yep. And Jess was in the car, which I thought was <laughs> odd because I've never he seen Jess on a call. call. Yeah. But I've never seen Jess on a call. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he was out on a call. I guess he just wanted company. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so he's rushing home and like, will we make it home? Will we make it home? <laughs> home time to get for, home. Time home to get for home. what, James? <laughs> so mm. he runs up the stairs, falls. Yeah, he trips. And I wonder <laughs> if he was supposed to trip or if that was something that happened and they were just like, let's go. Let's yeah, do it. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> but of course... When he gets up the stairs, you know, he shuts the door on Jess. Sorry, yeah, no, you no. can't come in here. <laughs> D- no Why dogs not? allowed because some bow chicka wow wow is about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you called it bow chicka wow. It's great. I mean, you got to kick the dogs out. I get it. I yeah, get it. Yeah, you don't want them up on the bed thinking it's playtime. <laughs> it's very, it would You're be very awkward. To, I know. You are not playing with us today. <laughs> I know. But he gets up there and Helen is already cooking or or burning food yeah i don't know which one we should describe that it seems, as that seems to be her um skill level is mm-hmm. to burn food i know Poor Helen. <laughs> which is which is fine i'm not that great at cooking either so i get it i feel some uh identity with her there <laughs> <laughs> but it was really sweet how they like are super playful together she like yeah. jumps on him on the bed and he's then... not mad that breakfast is burnt because no. he wasn't there for breakfast anyway <laughs> he was not there for breakfast <laughs> no. he was there for what happened after right, she jumped on him. Right after she saw, he sawed the meat. Yes. <laughs> and semi-insulted her breakfast. Right, right. But she took it. With... She's a cool lady. She's she is. fine. She knows she's not good at this. Yeah, at least she knows. <laughs> so then we go downstairs, Mrs. Hall and the Farnham boys. They're uh, downstairs eating breakfast and um, Siegfried gets up and then that's when James and Helen walk in. Yeah. And did you notice that Helen sat in Siegfried's chair? I didn't notice until you pointed it out when okay. we were watching together. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's our first clue. I know. <laughs> so I watched this episode so many times. The first time I was like, he he gives her a look. Like when he comes yeah, back in, he, he gives her a look. Like, hmm. And she's reading his newspaper. Right. And I thought he was just being Siegfried, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Siegfried, right. giving people looks that they don't really deserve. <laughs> So um, Siegfried then gives James, like, his check and takes so much out of his money for, like, bills. Expenses. Yeah. Yeah. And et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and it ends up being less than what Tristan is making as just an employee. Which I found weird 
because like he got a promotion but he's making less yeah you would think that as partner there would be some perks to it and he's not seeing any perks at all (laughs) (laughs) no 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 perks and especially during this whole episode definitely no right well Siegfried's like at home the whole time just goofing off like for 90 percent of this episode (laughs) that is so true i didn't even like think (laughs) of it that way relaxing man (laughs) but like siegfried put james's name on the building named him partner without like asking no there was no discussion about would you like to be partner i would like to make you partner exactly Mm -hmm. and then when james goes and tries to talk to him about being a partner siegfried's like no 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 i got it handled yeah yeah and it's like but you wanted this siegfried (laughs) yeah did you really made it happen you know you're the one that put it on there so (laughs) i don't know it's a good a good theme going through throughout the whole episode so then james leaves for kate billings farm and leaves Tristan, Mrs. Hall, and Siegfried at Skeldale House. Right. And Tristan treats somebody and has, like, cake from them. Oh, at Skeldale, yeah. Yeah, at Skeldale, yeah, yeah, after yeah. Tristan has one of the clients there. Yeah, she, like, brings a whole, like... A whole uh, tin of it. Yeah, cookie tin, essentially. Yeah, exactly. So then Siegfried takes it from him right. as he He's hides like, a piece of not cake. Not in the exam room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not in the exam room. And Tristan's like, oh, puts a piece of cake on, like, the table. The table, behind, then, like, a stack of books or something, I yeah, don't remember. <laughs> so he doesn't see it. Gives it to Siegfried, and then Siegfried feeds it to his rat. Yeah. I and- can't. <laughs> I'm not for the rat. So, I I mean, okay, so my fiancé, Matt, loves rats. He would like to have a rat. And oh apparently gosh. this is something that he has in common with Sam West. Turns out Sam West is a big fan of rats. Oh, my gosh. So they took a tiny closer look uh, through the All Creatures Great and Small Insider email that they sent. I don't know. I don't have the date. Um, but Siegfried has a rat because Sam West demanded one, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> So Sam West had several pet rats in his 20s. And um, this pet rat that shows up in the show, Nicholas Ralph first saw the rat uh, when they filmed the scene where he and Helen returned from their honeymoon. So oh, he like, didn't even know it was happening. He didn't know. Oh, my gosh. And so his reaction to the rat on Siegfried's shoulder, I think it was, um, was genuine. Wow. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> and um, Anna... Madeline, I think is how you say her name, mm-hmm. who plays Mrs. Hall, had never experienced rats outside of like the big ones that are in, you know, parks that you run away from. R-O-U-S's? Uh, R-O-U-S's, yes. You know rats what I mean by R-O-U-S's? Rodents of unusual <laughs> size, yes. <laughs> I've, watched the, I've watched Princess Bride so many times. It's my comfort movie. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it a million times, too. <laughs> I think I'm going to go home and watch it tonight. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Um, but anyways, Anna is, uh, she found the rats actually sweet and lovely. And oh. now she sees them in a whole new light. And so Matt has told me that rats are trainable, like dogs. They're very smart. And so he's oh. like, it's like having a tiny dog. He used to sneak his into movie theaters. A rat? Yeah. And they, into a movie theater? Yeah, his rat would sit on his shoulder and they'd watch movies together. Listen, Matt he's done, did? Yes, he's done no, some he weird stuff. Oh I, my god! He has only told me this. I have not witnessed it, but I one thousand percent believe him. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she sees them in this new light. They're basically teeny dogs with bare tails, and um, so and in the same email, Sam West shares that Siegfried won the rat in the drinking contest in episode one. You remember they mentioned a drinking contest. 
I didn't put two and two together, but apparently that's when his... Oh, he's like, we were embroiled in a drinking contest. And he's like, well, who won? He's like, well, it wasn't a contest. You won. He looked real proud. Like, Siegfried looked really proud of himself. But he doesn't remember it. But he didn't remember it. Oh, so that's why the rat is there. that's how the rat showed up. So the story is Siegfried won the rat in a drinking contest. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Sam West thought that he would get his rat in the series in the form of a patient. But now it's his reoccurring pet. So I think this is just adorable. I bet he's so excited about it, too. (laughs) I mean... I don't like rodents. Like we've had hamsters, and I was always, I was always deathly afraid that they would find their way to my underwear drawer. Specifically, they would <laughs> just find just my underwear <laughs> drawer. And so I'm not a fan of having rodents in the house. But I don't know. One day we may end up. I mean, we can't have a rat with four cats in the house, so yeah, that's not happening not. now. But maybe one day. I can't get over the fact that you're worried about your hamster going into your underwear it was drawer specifically. <laughs> It's I so irrational and weird. That Welcome to my generalized anxiety disorder. <laughs> These are the things I worry about. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, after we see the rat, thank you for all of that yeah. insight, Mrs. Hall gives advice to Siegfried on James being the partner. And, of course, Siegfried says she's correct. And then she's like, what? Wait, what? Yeah, she's I'm really confused. She has, like, guard. no words to say. She's just like, oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's like, yeah, you're right. Sure. I am. Okay. Um, all right. And then I think she knows he's up to something. That's what. That's yeah. what I. I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote that. I said he must have something up his sleeve. Yeah. He's up to something. And he's real quick on his feet too, because that oh, yeah. happened like immediately. He was like, I know how to use this to my advantage yeah, because he has absolutely <laughs> nothing else to do. It's apparently true. all it's day, true. but to figure out how to <laughs> bother James. Scheme. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Tristan. <laughs> So anyway, they're more alike than they'd like to think they are. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, James arrives at Kate Billings Farm. Of course, once again, someone is expecting Siegfried and gets James. And they're disappointed. Poor guy. He's been here a while now. (laughs) She knew a Harriet once. Yes. Nasty bugger. Yes. Something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the calves have like her calves are sick. They've had diarrhea, a little bit of sick for a few days. Although the temperature is normal. No fever. I know. So, you know, I I thought TB because that's the overarching theme of last episode. I kind of wondered too uh, the entire time that this was happening. I was like, is it TB? Yeah. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. And then James has this like small talk about breeding. Yeah. And he's like, he brings up like the parents and making sure that they're kind of like different varieties. um, What traits that complement each other, I think is what he said. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's alluding to like him and Helen. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, as soon as he said that, I'm like, that was awkward. And clearly Helen's going to be pregnant by the end of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Good insight. We're going to have to clock that. And we'll we'll reference this back. It's on the record. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Uh, Um. But he says that the calves are suffering acute abdominal pain. Gastritis again. Yep, again. Um, and then we also find out that like, Kate was best in show. She brings up her sister, Annie, very quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, James tries to look at the picture and, like, her awards and then shifts quickly to get the medication. Like, he's like, oh, oh yeah, 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 I got to get yeah. medication. She kind of is just staring at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we're back at the Skeldale house. Siegfried takes over the dining room. <laughs> and as James walks in, he says... Hey, look at all this work I haven't done for 12 months. (laughs) Essentially, yeah. I need you to do this. Detail the profit and loss accounts for the last 12 months. Siegfried, what the heck? Yeah, don't you have these? 
Like, why have you so not been doing this for 12 <laughs> months? His his plan is there is no plan. There is no plan. It's, it's just, just like, oh, people together. get paid sometime. I will cash those checks. I I know. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it's what? crazy. <laughs> and then Siegfried scatters off to another date with Diana after going out with two yeah. other women previously. Eliza and the other Carol. Oh, thanks for clocking yeah. those names. <laughs> Thank you. So I'd, Dorothy's not in the mix right now, or, or it wasn't recently at least. Not recently. So we'll see if she comes we back. We keep bringing There's up Dorothy. So but many. He doesn't. No, it's just, <laughs> just Diana is the recurring name. Yes, yes. <laughs> And then um, James asked Tristan if he knows about profit loss accounts. And Tristan with the above my pay level, I'm afraid. You get paid more than me. <laughs> that was like. And he runs away. Absolutely perfect on Tristan <laughs> and James. I love that together. And then he scoots off to the Trivers. Yeah. And we're going to scoot off to a quick break. And when we come back, we'll start off with the next morning in Darrowby. Sounds good. Support for all creatures, great and small, on Masterpiece is made possible locally by WITF members and by Pleasant View Communities, UPMC, Murray, and Argiers Marathi Neurosurgical Associates of Lancaster. Welcome back, everybody. Christina, are you ready to dive into day two? I am. Okay. <laughs> four-day adventure. It is a four-day <laughs> adventure. <laughs> so we start off the next morning, and Siegfried asks James how he did with the paperwork. Did he get everything oh, yes. all written up? As if yeah. it's a realistic expectation. Right. Like, here's my whole business, and it's all in chaotic piles. Mm -hmm. Make sense of it. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. And 12 he, months of it. I could barely do that for one he month. He just dumped it. Did you, he dumped it out of boxes, too. He just oh, dumped I thought he it piled onto the it. table. Oh, no, he I mean, he just he, it, it was just random piles of paper. It was like he just <sighs> dumped it out and, like, sorted it. Siegfried needs in help sorting. with administrative tasks. I'm surprised Mrs. Hall actually hasn't helped, but anyway. <laughs> I'm surprised, too. But I guess she's just like, that's not my maybe, job. I'm busy with everything like, else. No, he probably doesn't let her. True. Yeah. He doesn't like this. So he goes on <laughs> and on about how... He should stick with the paperwork and bills because James he, is better off with the animals and clients because James was like, oh, I'm a little confused. Yeah. He's like, not everybody can be a polymath like I am. <laughs> you're a great. You're doing a great job of 12 yeah. months of receipts on the table right, right now and not chaos. written down in a book anywhere. Just chaos. Yeah. Complete and utter chaos. <laughs> but whatever. So James says he brings Helen into it. And Siegfried is definitely he's, like, what? He's not a fan. No. Uh, because Well, James brings Helen into it because she managed the books for the farm. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would ask his new wife for help in this oh, yeah. new adventure. Yeah. And then Siegfried is like, wait a minute. He's there's another party? Yeah. I think he's embarrassed. Honestly, I think he's just like, uh, my method is chaos and she's going to know this. And he's embarrassed <laughs> by it. That's my take because I am Siegfried. Well, that's good because <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. But yeah, you're right. Because I was thinking like, does he only want the control and I this mean, is what he's feeling? There's or, that too. Or is he like, <laughs> could James do this all on his own with Helen helping? You know what I mean? That I thought could that. Be too. So I mean, many. he definitely he definitely wants to maintain all the control for sure. As but always. I think he's also really embarrassed because Helen's going to see this chaos. It's a hot mess. And she's going to judge him a little for hot it. Hot mess express <laughs> on the dining room table. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so we are back at Kate Billings Farm after this. And the calf had died the night before. Yeah. But James still doesn't really know what's going on. But he kind of does in the sense that he says... 
Like it must be something that they're eating. Oh, it must be some sort of irritant. Yeah, he thinks yeah. that there's some sort of toxin that he they're getting to, but he can't see anything. Yeah, he can't pinpoint yeah. it because they're literally in like a one spot. Right. So what can it be? Now they kept talking about like the milk and she kept saying what she was feeding them yeah. and drinking milk because mm-hmm. they're calves. So then that's why I kept going, is it TB? Because yeah. they're drinking milk. Well, and they laid on that so heavily and the farmer's yeah. son died from drinking milk from a cow infected with TB. So, yeah, naturally. That's where my brain TB. went. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> so um, Kate goes on about, like, talking about the calves and that they're family to her. And she says, like, her sister left. So there's definitely, like, a broken relationship between Kate and her sister, who lives just up in the hill. Right. And I can't remember exactly when she brings it up, but her sister left because she got married. And so that kind of ties into the whole Helen thing. I did not catch that. That Helen, that Helen timeline where she's like, nothing's going to change. I'll still be at the farm every day. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that they were trying to tie that into the story in some way. So that okay. will probably come up later, too. Oh, OK. That part of Helen's I didn't catch- story. I didn't catch, I caught that she was married because I said, that's my sister. Like, that's the yeah. other one, the Mrs. part. Mm-hmm. But I didn't catch that she left because she got married. Yep, a year okay. ago. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, she, so really, new. Kate's just kind of a little. Yeah, she's eh. holding a grudge. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. It seems very Kate. <laughs> yeah. And then Kate goes, well, James, can Siegfried do anything differently? <laughs> it's like, probably do the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And. Later, we find out. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly the same thing. <laughs> so we go back to Skeldale House, and Helen is working on the books. You can tell, like, Siegfried is totally agitated by the scratching of this pencil. Very annoyed. And it's he's like, trying to seem like he's cool, but he's not cool. No. It's no. like, scratch, scratch, scratch. Can you hear that? Scratch, scratch, yeah. scratch, 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 scratch. Santa put a microphone picks it up. So, Christina, have you had any sounds that, like, just disturb you or, like, pet peeves? So, sound... I have pet peeves, but sound-wise, no. I don't really have any pet peeves sound-wise because, like, the, huh. I live in a house where the dogs are constantly barking and they have now become white noise to me if I'm in a meeting. And they're barking, that's when I realize because I'm like, oh, <laughs> other people can probably hear this, too. I'm sorry about my dogs. But otherwise, it doesn't even phase me. I'm so used to the chaos. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like... So you not having pet peeves with sounds like it just—it's your personality. Though. It explains <laughs> you. You're a very humble person, yep. and uh, you don't like a lot of things. Don't seem like they bother you. No, but and that explains don't. it. Yeah, sounds. I just get don't. so irritated by sounds. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh! Somebody can't chew near me. That's <laughs> that's unacceptable. I don't mind that. Oh my gosh! It's like nom, nom, nom. <laughs> like I can't. I, I mean, look at my husband. I'm like, what are you doing? Unless somebody's chewing like a literal cow with their mouth wide open and like, it just doesn't. I don't yeah. even hear it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I hear it with the mouth shut. I can't. I'm like, stop chewing. You're chewing oh too loud. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel. I'm it's sorry bad. that you have to eat lunch with me because I don't, I'm probably a loud you people lunch don't, eater. Like other people don't bother me. <laughs> Casey really does. No. So but it's probably because I'm it's stuck the with way them all the he time. Eats. Yeah. It's just wrong. It's probably. And then like if somebody bites their silverware, like biting Ooh, the fork, yeah, yeah, can't deal with that. Like, what are you using your teeth for that, the fork to get the food feeling, off? That feeling just went through. The me. feeling hurts, <laughs> and that's what I. That might be why the sound annoys me. That uh, one annoys me. Okay. Nails on a chalkboard, you know that kind yeah. of thing. That one. Uh, nope. Nope. No. <laughs> and then this is really bad. Casey, I hope he doesn't listen to this, but he's the breathing. So like, <laughs> why are you breathing so loud? Okay. So I may have said that 
when I'm trying to fall asleep, I like okay. really try to fall asleep. Sometimes it's just like I can fall asleep great. Other times I'm like, I can't do this. And then if he's breathing too loudly <laughs> when we lay next to each other to go to bed. Now, 90% of the time I'm passed out before he even goes oh, to bed. Oh, that's good. That's good. So okay. it's only 10% of the time that you can't so stand that he's breathing. I can't stand that he's breathing <laughs> when we're going to sleep. And I'm like, man, like just like. Why? Why can't? Why are you so loud? Like I don't oh understand. God. And then like I'll put headphones in or I'll just leave because oh, I'm okay. just like, I was gonna say, it's a me problem. It's not a him problem. He needs to breathe. Right. You, I understand. You that. have kids. I was gonna suggest earplugs because that's the only way I get through life. Oh. Um, because I'm like the world's lightest sleeper. We can get into that in another episode. <laughs> but uh, earplugs have like saved my sanity, like literally. Because when oh. I'm not sleeping, I am a hot mess i usually do um <laughs> earbuds and then i'll listen to something like i used to listen oh, to music okay. a lot and fall That's asleep nice. to it but yeah with the kids i gotta listen to them i need complete silence now to sleep i used to fall asleep with the tv on i don't know what happened to me other than i oh. got old other than i got, I got old <laughs> well now with my kids next door i need white noise and when i don't have white noise and they're not around and i'm sleeping oh my gosh i'm like, like i need what? to put it on it's i'll put quiet. it on it's too quiet <laughs> all right let's go back yeah let's Let's so, go back to Scaledale House. I know. We're back at Scaledale House. <laughs> Siegfried is definitely, like, just trying to control things. He even mentions, like, phones, phones ringing. ringing. <laughs> and Mrs. Hall is like, wow, it would be crazy if, you know, there was, there was an a, identifier. Right. That, that was, was a way to know this. I know. <laughs> but got it. Then he goes and slowly meanders over to Helen, sees yeah. what she's doing, moves she paperwork. Very, very nicely is asking him questions. Like, she's just genuinely trying to understand the chaos yeah and she's being like she, I, she's not judging no like she's not judging at all because Mm-mm. she's been there mm-hmm. she's done it before and so she's just trying to be helpful yeah and not judging him at all it's like clearly Siegfried is, it's all Siegfried it's just I mean it's a Siegfried mess. problem it is a Siegfried problem yeah. and you know she's trying to help and he even talks about like the uncashed checks and I'm like Siegfried, I found a couple uncashed checks why are you not cashing these checks like, oh thank you I'll yeah. deposit those tomorrow right. yeah James could probably so get a better paycheck if you cash some of these checks. Exactly. That's probably what he thought she was saying. Oh, yeah. yeah I guess so. So he was probably mad about yep. it. And then he gets a call to go out, and he yells for Tristan literally in Mrs. Hall's face. How <laughs> I rude. that. Siegfried is a hot mess this episode. He's a episode. hot mess, too. He's literally <laughs> standing there, Helen sitting down. Mrs. Hall's in front of him, and he's like, Tristan! <laughs> Tristan! And they're like, ugh, ugh, like they're wincing. Yeah. Like, that is so loud. So... Tristan quickly grabs the paper and goes and takes the rover. He he's like, I'm going to take the rover. Bye. <laughs> Faster take the rover. <laughs> I know. Have fun with my mess that I've left. <laughs> so Helen tries again with Siegfried. Clearly yeah. he's agitated. Doesn't want anything to she's, do with it. She's so catching she on now. This was a bad yep. idea. Yep. She's like, I tried. I'm done. Okay. Bad idea. Mm-hmm. And then we see Tristan going to Rosie's boarding house. Yes. I like. I looked at the sign. Did you look into that sign? I I didn't look into the sign. Well, you I'm don't. So you didn't need Next to do a closer time. look into the sign. I just well, looked. I, oh, I noticed. In on the sign. I noticed the sign. That's yeah. what you're asking. Yes, I noticed yeah. the sign. <laughs> and it was just like a part. It's it a was boarding house. Uh, boarding by house. Rosie. <laughs> no. Yeah, but like I never heard of like apartments being called like boarding, boarding houses. houses. It's like rent. It's probably like a room. I'm thinking it's more like a B and B, but permanent. So like you oh. rent a room, and then you know there's amenities. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's way. what I'm guessing. Hmm, I didn't know. <laughs> well, he goes to see um, Florence Pandy. Yeah, so how do you say it, Pandy? I or think it's Pond- 
I think it's Pandy. Pandy. I think it's Pandy. And who is the other vet's daughter. Yeah. And I freaked out because he's a Dalmatian. I love Dalmatians. Oh. They're my <laughs> it's absolute It's a really like, cute favorite. dog I and know. very energetic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dalmatians are. Um, and named Daisy. So there's some conversation around the dog here. And Tristan just says he can't diagnose anything because the dog seems fine. Right. And then he even says maybe something was stuck in her throat. Yeah. And dislodged and it itself. So, like, he did diagnose really what happened, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Tristan. Also, uh, just backtracking for a minute, uh, there's a little bit of hostile back and forth, which I really liked. She says something about uh, you're working for your dad or something like Mm -hmm. that. He's like, he's not my dad. You know that. And then he's like, well, being Pandy's daughter, I could see why you think this perfectly healthy dog (laughs) is dying. So there was some uh, back and forth. They obviously have some history. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Because they're the vets. But I'm here for it. The kids that grew up with vets in the home. Yeah, the, the, their chemistry is, it is automatic. I know. It's wonderful. I'm excited to see where that goes. <laughs> I hope it goes somewhere, at least. So then we go back to the Skeldale house. Tristan is doing the crossword. He's very into the crossword. Um, James comes in and calls Tris out for the terrible mess he has in the exam room. <laughs> it's so messy. It's, it's disgusting. disgusting. It's disgusting. Like he didn't even clean it's the so tools. Bad. It's not good at all. Yeah, there's like bloody cotton balls. I know. In with the tool. Ugh, it's like so he nasty. Threw the cotton ball out. But all right. <laughs> and then James is like, "Well, I am your boss." <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> it was a gentle jab. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then he goes, "Well, you're just gonna have to learn the hard way then." Yeah. Siegfried overhears and naturally inserts himself right. into a conversation he doesn't need to be part of because he is. Trying to take full control of everything, everywhere, everything, everywhere, <laughs> and um, says you're you're too soft. James is like, well, we don't need to bawl and shout all the time uh, at people it. like you do. <laughs> but then James is like, I'm confused. Like, what is up with Siegfried? Yeah. And Tristan's analogy was great. What was that all about? You know that thing you do when you're with a girl who you thought you liked, but then you realize you don't like her as much as you thought you did, but you like her too much to tell her that to her face. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, the long goodbye? The slow death? <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, perfect. It's amazing. And James is like, you're a terrible person after that. Or a terrible human being. And I just loved it. <laughs> yes, yes. It was so funny that Tristan, you know, explains it that way. You know, Siegfried never really wanted a partner. And he's, I just he's trying to James. ghost him. He he's partner and he's trying to ghost him. him. And he lives in the bedsit upstairs. <laughs> right. Like, how do you ghost somebody that literally lives in the same house as yeah. you? <laughs> but then, like, it's Siegfried's fault. He's in this position. He literally put a right. plaque on the but building. James did not ask for it. James didn't he ask for it. He just wanted to do more in the practice. He didn't say, make me partner. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so then James goes upstairs with Helen dinner is yeah. burned. He asks if something's on fire. <laughs> what a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, what a surprise. <laughs> and then he talks about how he wants to go like the TV testing route called um, MAG, Ministry of Agriculture. Yeah. And maybe bringing the TB test to the practice would change Siegfried's mind about him, like, not wanting a partner. Right, because it would bring in more money. I know. And then, like, I just feel bad for James because he's trying here. He is. And he's just like, wow, Siegfried doesn't want me to be his partner. Yeah, he feels rejected. Exactly. When Siegfried told him to do this. Yeah, exactly. Like, Siegfried made him partner, told him to, like, take charge. And Siegfried is taking full advantage of this. He's not done much of anything this entire episode he so. has not Siegfried I know 
So Siegfried being Siegfried, yep. not really helpful at all. And he's just making things very difficult. He is, <laughs> as always. So on that note, let's take a quick break and we'll talk about the next day. Support for all creatures, great and small, on Masterpiece is made possible locally by WITF members and by Pleasant View Communities, UPMC, Murray, and Argiers Marathi Neurosurgical Associates of Lancaster. And we're back, and we are about to start the third day of a four-day journey. Um, yes, we are. We're back at Scaledale House. Yes. Yes. So a package is actually dropped off for James. And Mrs. Hall intercepts. I think she's amazing. Yeah, she just knows. How does she just know things? I don't know. She, like, gets it, and then she, I guess she read it. And and she puts it in veterinary yeah, I think practice. she puts it in the secret like, closet. Hmm. <laughs> Let me put this away, because if Siegfried, he's going to blow a lid. Yeah. So, which, you know, eventually does. But Siegfried ends up going out and getting a call from Kate Billings and goes to her house and is short in the morning with James but he never even mentions no. that he's going to see her. He does it behind James' back. Siegfried is a little rascal this episode. Yeah, and like I didn't really think anything of it because, as we know, um, Siegfried has been Kate's vet for years and years. But upon rewatching with you, I was like, oh, no, he is being passive aggressive. You're right. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, James brings up like the TV test and Siegfried immediately says no. Yeah. Without ever hearing anything, because it would be terrible for the relations with the farmers, which is yeah. a legit thing. But Makes he just sense. immediately shuts it down. Yeah. No discussion. Yeah. But <laughs> Siegfried just like he's about to burst. <laughs> Can you see it? He always looks like he's about to explode. <laughs> a little bit. He looks like he's always on the verge. But yes, he looks extra irritated. He's Yes. And I was like, I yeah. wonder if that's what I look like when I'm like at my end of the rope and I'm about to burst. And I'm like, get out. Don't touch me. Don't talk to me. If we ever start doing video for this podcast, you're going to see some weird faces from me. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah. Uh, he looks mad. Yeah, he looks he real mad. <laughs> so Gerald knocks on the door and comes to grab Mrs. Hall. Yes. Right? And then they go on a walk and they talk about like marriage and the little honeymooners. But then they go yeah. into like a serious conversation about marriage. And I always appreciate their conversations. Yeah. The, I mean, I like that we're getting a glimpse into their lives, too. Yeah. Which is really nice. And they're very deep. All of them are very deep. Oh, yeah. They're like... So honest and open yeah. and, you know, it's really great for, like, a relationship. It's, like, really good inspiration for people who are watching this. It's a good modeling of a relationship to be open, open and actually and have these serious, yes. these serious conversations. <laughs> early like, in the wow. relationship, too. Get yeah. it all out. Get yeah. it all out early. Exactly. Just like they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Gerald, um, <clears throat> when they finish up with the walk scene... He says, like, I believe we all end up exactly where we're meant to be. Yeah. And that echoes, I don't know if it's verbatim, but it definitely echoes a sentiment that Mrs. Hall has made in the past. Okay. So she kind of looks kind of knowingly at him. And I think that's our, yeah. our reminder. It's kind of like a little deja vu moment. Mm-hmm. And she has the goofy smile now. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she's smiling like I a love goober. That. Yes. She's got the goober, <laughs> the goober smile. <laughs> and I think that just, like, Really builds their relationship even more. Yeah, yeah. He kind of uh, shares that he felt like he didn't deserve to be happy after the war. Yeah. And she kind of, they actually have a little bit in common because she kind of felt the same way because she's technically still married and she's not, she doesn't feel like she deserves to move on. Yeah. So it's cute that they're both making progress on that front. Yes. 
So we go back to the Kate Billings farm. She now lost two calves. Here's Siegfried talking yep. about everything that, like, I would do this. James did it. Talk I would do this. James did it. Deja I would do this. Vu. James did it. <laughs> Every single step. Every step. Yeah. It's kind of like James, I don't know, knows what he's doing. Right. Sorry, Siegfried. Maybe uh, is rightly partner. Yep. Yeah. And then he finally says, my partner. Out loud. To somebody else. Yeah. It's real now. Yeah. Which I think was bad. I know. (laughs) It was bad for him. Oh, yeah. Finally said it. Finally realized, oh, that's my partner. (laughs) So we jump back to the Skeldale house. Tristan does his little interruption with Mrs. Hall and Gerald. They're they're sitting on the couch. I know. It was so sweet for them to, like, talk. They're having fun. And then... Tristan comes and interrupts, and then Mrs. Hall automatically has to get up and get oh, yeah, a drink. Goes, oh, you must be thirsting for a brew. Yeah. And so she goes up and goes to get him a tea. I'm like, Mrs. Hall, mm, yeah, he can she, get it himself. She feels awkward. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but it was very sweet of her to do that in the middle of her entertaining. And then Tristan brings up another analogy. Yeah. About Jess and Mrs. Hall. <laughs> Jess you know. is Mrs. Hall. I know. So yeah. he says, like, we love her. She's a family. She's part of the family, yeah. Exactly. And then, like, Gerald picks up on it quick. Yeah, immediately. I love it. And he's like, I would never hurt Jess. Mrs. Yeah, well, Hall. Rock would never hurt Jess. <laughs> yes, yes, Rock yes. feels the same way about Jess. <laughs> yep. And I love that. Super cute. Yeah. So then Pandy rushes in the house. Tristan has yeah. to clear out the disgusting exam room. Yeah, she um, first refuses to let him operate on the dog because yeah. it's a pigsty, uh, but she doesn't really have a choice. No, she doesn't. actively convulsing. Yep, yeah. so they have to get down to the bottom of it. Tristan sees that it's like a little uh, pebble in there. Right. Right, a little stone. And then, you know, luckily he has Florence to help. Right, because she's trained, well, essentially trained as a vet assistant. Yeah. She's so been she doing has this to, for years. Sanit, um, what does she do? She anesthetizes. I don't know the word. She makes it numb. She makes it numb. Okay. (laughs) So the dog can't feel the cutting. Sounds good to me. Yeah. (laughs) So she does that while Tristan has to clean the tools. Right. He's like dumping cleaner in. Yeah. Swishing it around. Trying to swish it around and clean it real quick. He finally removes those bloody cotton balls. (laughs) Like luckily it was her and not somebody else who can't do his job and can assist. Like you could have lost a dog there, Tristan. Mm -hmm. It's very nerve wracking. But, you know, uh, the detail from Tristan, like cutting the dog's throat. (laughs) I mean, the dog's fake. So, well, yeah, the the dog itself is not fake, but this part is. Yes. Slicing is definitely fake. Yes. There's not enough blood for it to be real. I feel like I've had paper cuts that bleed more than that. (laughs) You have some serious paper cuts. (laughs) I have had some very serious paper cuts. (laughs) Um, But he gets the pebble out. He does. The throat. That was really. The dog starts breathing again. Matt and I watched that entire scene together uh, with our like not breathing like oh we were gosh. basically that dog we were just like oh my yeah please get it out don't let the dog die and then yes once the dog started breathing again we're like oh thank goodness <laughs> so Tris did a great job yeah bandages the dog up daisy's all good and then the dog jumps off the table which i was like <laughs> how is it how do you just jump off a table right after your throat is cut open i feel very like interesting well the dog is it's numb so maybe the dog doesn't even realize what happened either but um, that's very dog like they don't 
Dogs yeah, they and cats—they don't have any common sense when it comes to like tending to wounds, other than to lick them open. So that's true because they think they're helping them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Florence actually gives Tristan like a compliment to Siegfried, which was really yeah. cute. He seemed like and and Siegfried seemed impressed and. Yeah, Siegfried was afraid her dad was there for some reason. And yeah. she's like, well, I'll tell my dad how wonderful Tris did um, mm-hmm. fixing up my dog, Daisy. Yeah. So that was really sweet. Um, while he was fixing, I mean, stitching the dog up, did you see that she took a peek at his word? His oh, crossword? the crossword paper? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then she said, the word is vicitude. Vicissitude? Vicissitude, I think is how you say it. Yeah, I wrote, vicissitude is the reason I don't do crosswords that are from a newspaper. Like, I just can't. I've been trying to do the crosswords in the Smithsonian Magazine because my dad got me a subscription. I never get very far. (laughs) I No, like, I need the crosswords that are online for, like, eighth graders. (laughs) I was going to say the ones in the kids' pages. Yeah, yeah. The um, What's that kids' magazine? I don't, oh, I don't know. Oh, highlights? Like, highlights, yeah. yes. I can do those. I had to picture it in my mind, and then I could read it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway, we go to Kate Billings Farm. James comes by with, like, the lead results, the lead test yes. results. And Kate opens up about how, like, she's not able to, she can't lose she can't the lose cast. anymore, right? No, so, like, she everything can't. she has. Yeah, and he's so sweet to her and says, like, you know, the test results are negative, so it's not lead. But, you know, he brings up how she must be pretty lonely, and that, like, we all need support from time to time. Right, and she immediately shuts him down, really. Yep. She's just like, nope, not happening. Moving on. Yep. So he just, <laughs> yep, right around. And then she brings up Siegfried that says the same thing that James just said. Right. Siegfried was there. He said all the same things. Yep. And James is like... What? Said I'm none the wiser. Yeah. Like Siegfried, none the wiser than what James had. And James is like, I'm none the wiser of what than where you're at right mm-hmm. now. I don't know what's going on. So, and then his face. Siegfried has been found out. Yep. yep. He, he lied to you. He went behind your back, went to Kate Billings' house. And this is just like one thing after the other after the other. James so, is starting to get fed up. Oh, yeah. His fed up face is a lot more subtle. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. We go back to Skeldale House and Mrs. H- Mrs. Hall gives Helen the package for James from the Ministry of Agriculture. Right. Siegfried comes in is like, what's that? <laughs> what is that? And he grabs it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. everything, Rude. he can just take people's mail because right. that's illegal. It's his house. You can't open that up, Siegfried. Sorry, it doesn't have your name it's on it. It's not even addressed to him. Exactly. Right. So James and Siegfried argue over the TB testing and the partnership of the vet. But before we go into that, did you see <laughs> Tristan in the background come by and just do a complete oh, 180 fuck. and walk I away? I see that. It was perfect. No, he, like, he knew. He'd oh, Tristan in walked in, I think, because they were by the steps, okay. right? With the closet and other steps. In the background, we'll have to go okay. to the scene. I'm going to, I'll watch it again. In the background, Tristan comes by, like, and then he sees them and just turns around and walks away. That's, I mean, I believe you because that's very much Tristan. Oh, it was perfect. So we go into the argument about how James, like, you know, there's lots of yelling. Oh, yeah. And James just wants to be a partner. Like, Siegfried, let him be a partner. Let me be your partner. I'm trying to be that. Let me do things. I'm trying to help the practice. Exactly. Like, TB testing is the way to go. We can get more money from it. Well, the farmer won't want to do it well you know if you give them a chance we could like persuade them them and and have them do it 
So the argument finally gets Siegfried to say that he never wanted a partner in the first place. The quiet part is said out loud. Yep. Yeah. The elephant in the room. And they storm out. Yep. They both (laughs) storm away. So they're also very similar. (laughs) Yep. So then Mrs. Hall and Helen go and get a drink. Whiskey. (laughs) <laughs> they deserve it. Yes. Mrs. Hall tries to explain, like, Siegfried and his ways. He likes all of his buttons. In their own, bo- in their particular boxes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then Helen's like, she understands, which is really yeah. nice. And she's like, I'm a button that's in the wrong box. <laughs> she's like, I think I'm one button too many or something yeah, like that. Something like that. <laughs> so, but Mrs. Hall says, like, you know, you don't have to stay upstairs all the time. Right. Come down. Hang out with us. You need to treat this place as your home, too. Right. Because it's her home. It is. Yeah. And so Siegfried needs to get over it. <laughs> exactly. And then they come up with a schemey little way to intervene with Siegfried and James. I love them. I love them so much. I know. They're like, like, we're going to get the boys to talk again. <laughs> yeah. So the next morning comes around. We're on day four yes. at the Skeldale house. Final day in the journey. Yeah. <laughs> Helen wakes up to J- and tells James that they have to go downstairs for breakfast because the stove's broken. Yep. Stove's broken. Kit doesn't Sorry. work anymore. Sorry. Can't yeah, burn I burn, I burn too, many, <laughs> too many eggs. Time to go. And she goes, now shift. Now, I didn't know what that was, but... I thought that was a pretty neat way to, like, now get on, get on with get, it, get yeah, moving. Get out of bed. Now shift. Maybe I'll start saying that to Casey. I'll just start screaming now that. shift. Yeah. Screaming that at Matt in the morning when shift. he won't get out of bed. Now yeah. shift. Exactly. <laughs> the breakfast table was hilariously awkward. Right. All Like, the boys are all very just not, they don't want to talk to each other. Nope. But they're sitting right across from they each are. other, which is so funny. Which is probably by design. Oh, yeah. Siegfried quickly asks about the lead poisoning, and James is like, it was negative. I I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. da 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 da. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, what it, it must be something else. None of your business. Yep. <laughs> and Mrs. Hall and Helen both say that they should go to the Billings Farm to help Kate together. Out together because two minds are better than one. Right. And they kind of make it like, well, Kate deserves it. Exactly. Yeah. So they're very smart about yep. this. Help your client out. Yeah. Help the customer. <laughs> I think. I think Kate would like to have two minds at work. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, smart. So, they both go to Kate Billings Farm, and I am all for them walking 15 feet apart, (laughs) and I've done that before. Like, when I'm angry, I'm like, don't come near me, and I walk away. Sometimes I'll take the dogs out for a walk by myself because I can't stand to be in the house. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, but I mean, like, when you have to go somewhere to the same place and be, like, forward-facing together, and you have to be, like... Like, civil to each other it. i'm still gonna walk 15 feet away from you <laughs> because fair. i'm mad at you but i'm gonna talk to you civil as little in front as possible yeah yep. keep it keep it mm-hmm. in the family keep it at home <laughs> so i thought that was like hilarious so they work together you know and and i love that they work together because people and animals always come first for them yeah like for both of them once they're in there they actually are cooperating and genuinely yeah. it's not like they're putting on a show for her no, it's genuine. They're working together to try and figure this out. Exactly. And I'm all here for them working together and always putting the people and animals first. Yeah. I love it. So James <laughs> and Kate go looking around. He tries to talk to her about Annie. Quick deflection again. She really doesn't want to talk about her sister. She does not. Mm-mm. And Siegfried actually finds the little horn in the milk. The horn so like, bud. Yeah, the horn bud. So like, what is up with that? <laughs> Why do we kill them off? So I took a closer look at disbudding, um, and all this information comes from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, disbudding, it prevents horn growth in cattle, and that prevents injuries to people and other cattle, because they're all living together, mm. and there's going to be some tiffs. <laughs> um, so many cows now don't have horns because they've selectively breeded them out, so like they'll 
you can breed. breed them out. Yeah, so a lot of cows won't actually grow horns because of the way that they've bred these cows. Like oh. they've essentially genetically modified the cows <laughs> that they don't That's have horns. So interesting. But sometimes the horns will will bud, and so you have to disbud them. And there's usually one of two methods used. Um, they can you can either apply a caustic paste, which I guess is kind of what she did. I assume that this um, butter of uh, antinomy, 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 I think something like that. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's probably a caustic paste. I mean, it's poison. Yeah. Uh, so that paste will make them fall off, and it will kill the cells that grow the um, the horns. Or this sounds awful, but more humane than literally cutting them out is uh, they you burn them with a hot iron. So you burn oh. the buds off by applying a hot iron to the buds, and it destroys the horn-producing cells. So the caustic paste is less painful, obviously, because um, there's yeah. no heat. Uh, but there's other methods where you actually, like, cut the horns out. Oh, my gosh. And so I think the hot iron sounds better than that and probably heals better. But, yeah, the, that was my quick look at disbudding. And it sounds awful. Oh, my awful. gosh. That sounds so sad. Yeah, it sounds awful. But I get the reasons why. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so having sad. cattle that are injuring each other, that's painful, oh, too. Yeah. So I can I can understand. I don't know that I'd be able to do it. but <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do it. I, I wouldn't have the stomach for it. And I can't I can't stand seeing animals and discomfort. So. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so that was that was the disbudding. Yeah. <laughs> so the paste that she puts on. Yes. is poisonous yeah. when it gets in their food. Right. And she doesn't know any better because she can't read. Yeah. So I felt so bad. I only caught that line on my second viewing that she can't oh, okay. read. Uh, and I was just like, oh, no. So I know. that's probably what Annie did on the farm. She was probably the one that could read and, like, figure those things out. And then she got married and moved away. And now Kate's mad at her. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's just up the hill and could walk down the hill right. or roll down the hill if she, she wanted just, to every day. Just needs to be invited. Yep. <laughs> just invite your sister over. So I just feel so bad because she thinks, like, it's all her fault right. and everything. Um, she feels bad because she poisoned her babies. Exactly. I mean, these, these calves are her children. Exactly. Yeah. But James says, you know, it's never too late to make amends. Yep, and she she admits that she's been a stubborn fool. So I think we see her walk up towards. We do. Yeah, she's walking Annie. up over the hills to, yeah, to go see so, Annie. Yay! Yep, and then Siegfried and Fences James walk away. All, yes, and <laughs> Siegfried and James walk away all nice to each other. Yeah, and they get along again finally. Yeah, and then we get back to Skeldale House. Tristan finally cleans up the exam room because he realizes that, you know. He, he could needs... have lost a dog. I know. And it could have been his love interest, his new love interest. His new love interest. <laughs> dog. Yes. Where are we at? Like 18? Um, <laughs> Lots of Mrs. Wrongs. <laughs> exactly. But I also like that Mrs. Hall does not clean up in there. No, that, that's yeah, not that's, her domain. That's theirs. Exactly. That's it's not her mess. job. That's theirs. So James gives Tristan some compliments on saving the dog. And then Siegfried and James start talking about TB testing. Yeah, program. and I thought, oh, this is risky. Yeah. So I'm interested as to see like where this goes and what it's all about. Because yeah, TB was heavy in the first in... episode. Are we going to hear it throughout the rest of the season? Right. Right. And like, how does this how does this um, testing program work? And is yeah. he going to be able to get the farmers to buy in? There's because, yeah, That's one cow tests positive. It's not good for their bottom line. Exactly. 
So, but James says he's going to take it all on himself. Well, Siegfried basically tells him he's going to take it all on You're by right. himself. He's he was like, well, I'm told. Not, yeah. I'm not doing anything. Yep. The farmers trust me. Yep. You go bother the farmers. And yeah. when they're mad at you, they'll come to me. Yeah, exactly. And then Just they still have the practice. money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So uh, then Helen talks about, like, not cooking upstairs anymore. And James's response, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's, like, so perfect. So rude, but so funny. <laughs> and then, like, he, he just says it, like, oh, thank God. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Helen. I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to. I'm pretty sure she agrees, though. And honestly, if I were living with Mrs. Hall, I would want to eat her food, too. Oh, I'd eat there like, all the time. There, I oh would my not be cooking on that tiny cook stove. For me. Like, can somebody put, can I have a Mrs. Hall? Like, I I've need said Mrs. this Hall. before. I need a Mrs. Hall in my I need house. a Mrs. Hall. Like, It'd be so nice. I just need her to cook for me. That'd be great. Yeah, I just cooking cook anyway. would be fine. Chicken I, nuggets all the time yes. is really <laughs> We've eaten chicken nuggets like three times a week for the past like month. I, we talk about oh, it all yeah, the time on be, this podcast, I'm too. I'm going to be turning into a chicken nugget soon. Chicken if you are what you eat, um, chicken nuggets, tater tots, and some pizza. <laughs> exactly. Me but too. I also eat hummus and yogurt a lot, so there's that. <laughs> At least I get some kind of healthy in there. <laughs> I've been trying to roast vegetables on the side, oh, like, at least occasionally, so yeah. that we don't, I don't know if you can get scurvy by not eating vegetables i think that's I a vitamin broccoli i like broccoli that's good that's good yeah yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> all right well anyway well glad we're talking about food because of course the whole family <laughs> is sitting around the dinner table once again yes. as the show ends and siegfried and james are getting along well done in there siegfried you too for if they fall the one shall lift up the other <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Once again, you can email us your thoughts at ps at witf.org. Or engage with us on Instagram at WITFORG and Facebook at WITF.org. This podcast was produced by Ali Amaros for WITF. I'm Beth Capello. And I'm Christina Zeiters. We'll catch you next time for Episode 3. Yay! We'd like to thank Pleasant View Communities, UPMC, Murray, Argiers Marathi Neurosurgical Associates of Lancaster, and WITF members for supporting all creatures great and small on WITF. Thank you.